Welcome back to Whispers in Your Head, your source for ASMR Arkham, if only. I'm Eric, your host, and here's how this thing works. I play through Arkham Horror the Card Game, I talk into a microphone, you get to listen to what I'm doing, and maybe you are entertained by that. So, little recap here, we're taking Ashcam Pete and his buddy Duke through the Circle Undone. We are at Scenario 2, which is at Death's Doorstep. Last time we took our duo through the witching hour and the witches overcame us and cast a, a horrible spell called the 13th vision on us. And now we have an extra weakness in our deck. It's very exciting. Between now and then, I've upgraded my deck with the five experience that we gained from that scenario. And I added Relic Hunter for three experience points, giving me an additional accessory slot with the intention of being able to put both Moonstones down if I get it. And... Additionally, I took Lucid Dreaming for two experience points. And the thought behind putting that card in the deck is that I will be able to grab a second Moonstone. Um, so those who aren't familiar, Lucid Dreaming is a one-cost event. It's spell-traded, and it says choose a card in your play area or reveal a card in your hand. Search your deck for another copy of that card and draw it. Shuffle your deck. So the thought is... If you have two, if you have a Hawkeye folding camera down, you can Lucid Dreaming to find the other. If you have a Moonstone down, you can Lucid Dreaming to find the other one of those. And then just general utility if I ever need another one. Oh, you can also pull out another Glimmer of Hope. So yeah, that's the that's the thought there. So that's all five of our experience points. We're back to zero. And with that, let's get started with scenario two at Death's Doorstep. Four missing, whereabouts unknown. Residents of French Hill are still in a tizzy after the sudden disappearance of several guests and house staff from the home of Mr. Joseph Meiger during the night of the annual Silver Twilight Charity Gala last Sunday. We are absolutely baffled as to how this could have happened, said Mr. Meiger the day after the disappearances. That said, we are confident that Sheriff Engel and the Arkham Police will do their due diligence in finding the missing persons. There is still no evidence whatsoever as to the whereabouts of Miss Gabriella Misra, Mr. Jerome Davids, Mr. Valentino Rivas, and Mrs. Penny White all of whom vanished halfway through the event and have not been seen since. The police are offering a substantial reward for any person or persons who come forward with information related to these disappearances. When asked whether the police were considering the case a homicide, Sheriff Engel had this to say, There's no reason to suspect foul play is involved just yet. However, given the circumstances, we have to consider every possibility. No other attendees have come forward with statements concerning the gala, which seemed to finish without a hitch despite the disappearances. So far, none of the prominent members of the Silver Twilight Lodge have expressed any concern about the Lodge's upcoming benefit dinner, which was recently moved to the same location, Joseph Meiger's estate in French Hill. I am certain that this event will be a smashing success, Mr. Meiger told the Arkham Advertiser in an interview yesterday. There is no reason for the fair residents of Arkham to worry. Minnie Klein. You fold up the newspaper and shove it aside on your desk, examining the other files you've collected over the last few days concerning the missing persons. It has been several days since your experience in the woods. You have tried to put it all out of mind, but it's impossible. Every night, you dream of a nameless place in the void of space, a faint, discordant melody of hypnotizing flutes pulling you forward. Now there are others disappearing from the town without a trace. The disappearances dance along the edges of your thoughts. No reason to worry, you ponder, turning the man's words over in your head. You think of the card reader and her warning and you wonder if you are simply imagining devils with her or none. Regardless, there is only one way to know for sure. You pick up the invitation, examining the silver-embossed stationery and perfect calligraphy. The Silver Twilight Lodge requests the pleasure of your company on the evening of November the 29th at 8 o'clock at the estate of Joseph Eckerd Meiger Esquire for the benefit of the Fairchild Foundation. As you prepare for the night ahead, you cannot help but wonder, are you taking action to remedy your fate as the soothsayer advised? Or are you walking willingly into the jaws of a grim destiny? All right, so I'm about to start the scenario. I'm going to do so for the third time because, and I know you didn't hear this because I've deleted it. The first time I realized halfway through that I had messed up some critical aloof interaction. So, ugh. Uh, uh, restart that because I don't want to have everything just kind of be it was it was fairly important 
the second time I got halfway through pause and listened to something that I had recorded and realized that my computer was using its internal mic to record as opposed to my nicer mic. So it sounded like trash. So I was doing pretty well. <laughs> I, had, I had gotten things set up and, uh, and so I scrapped it. So I'm going to try this again. And I hope that I don't skim over anything here uh, in impatience. So we are going to start playing at death's doorstep. Uh, it is a cool scenario. The, the locations are similar to the prologue where we have a kind of a wide plus sign where there's four across the middle, four locations across the middle, and then three going down a center column. And we start at the entry hall, which is the southernmost part of that plus sign. The skulls in this are minus one, minus three if your location is haunted. Tablets, which we have two of, are minus twos, and if you fail, and this is an attack or an evasion attempt, resolve each haunted ability. Similar, again, they just really want you to get that haunted trigger going off. I don't think we have any tentacles. I should know this. I'm going to look. Do we have any tentacles in this bag? Or elder things, rather. Sorry. We have a tentacle. I always get those confused because it looks kind of like a tentacle. No. We've got two two. Wow. Two tablets and two skulls. No elder thing. So something I've realized about this deck is that I really, 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 really want Hawkeye folding cameras when I start. Second most really, really, really wants are Moonstones. Uh, it, and then third is a withering or a shriveling, but those, those kind of, in this scenario, you don't need those super fast because you can't hurt anyone. Let's read the agenda. Agenda 1A, Justice, 11. Whoop, we dropped it. We, together, you and I dropped it. Be true to yourself and seek the truth in others. You must balance the scales. You shall be called to account for your actions. Silver Twilight enemies cannot be damaged or defeated. Forced, when you draw a monster enemy, instead of spawning it, set it aside, out of play, and place one doom on this agenda. This effect can cause the agenda to advance, and it is an eight doom threshold. Act 1A, Hidden Agendas. As you approach the patio of the Migro Estate, a man in an elegant suit checks your invitation at the door. Inside, guests mingle and chat with one another, but much of the conversation is awkward and terse. A silent tension has gripped the manor, and you are not sure why. Objective, find information about the disappearances by discovering as many clues as you can. Do not advance until you are instructed. Hint, it may be worthwhile to investigate the last known locations of the missing persons. When you start this scenario, for every place where the people that you played in the prologue were, so the billiards room in our case, you let up six clues and then you take off the number of clues that were left behind, which in our case was four, so we're left with two there. And we started the entry hall. And let's find one of those Hawkeye folding cameras. <gasps> the very first card we drew was a Hawkeye folding camera. And a Perseverance. And a Take Heart. And another Take Heart. And an Amnesia, which we set aside, and we draw a Survival Instinct. Now, there is the tower in here, and we can't set the tower aside. So it's a little bit risky to keep drawing here, because we got the Hawkeye. But I think we do it. Um, there's not a whole lot of tests, eh, encounter cards, I guess. I was going to say there's not a, a ton of tests to fail with the take cards. I think we're going to ditch all of our cards except for the Hawkeye and draw four more cards. Leather Coat. Lucid Dreaming. Yes. Yes. Lucky. And Calling in Favors. Okay. Sick. So we're going to play the Hawkeye and we're going to Lucid Dreaming to find the other Hawkeye. Awesome. I am very excited. Everything's working according to plan. So let's shuffle our deck. Top card, top card was Hawkeye. Love it, after all that. I was going through and just sort of goldfishing this afternoon, just like shuffling my deck and drawing opening hand, taking a mulligan. And like one time I got like the God hand and every other time I'd look and the Hawkeyes were at the bottom of the deck. So this worked out. So first action, let's put that Hawkeye falling camera down. Uh, there are chilling crypts in this encounter set, so I need to play something else lest I be totally messed up for having only that down. So I'll put the leather coat down. 
nice uh, asset protection there. And then I think third action will play the Lucid Dreaming for one resource. We choose a card in our play area, which is going to be the Hawkeye Folding Camera. Reveal, uh, yeah, 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 choose that. Search your deck for another copy of that card and draw it. And then we'll shuffle our deck. So let's go find the other Hawkeye. Ooh, the next card was a 13th Vision. Then a Moonstone was two down. Moonstones, was, yeah, they were pretty high up. Where was that? Oh, the other Hawkeye was the second to last card. This was amazing. All right. So we draw that, and we shuffle the deck up, put all those weaknesses down at the bottom. That's how I always shuffle. <laughs> ah, I'm glad I find myself entertaining. Okay, it's efficiently shuffled. We've got two Hawkeyes. That is the end of our turn. Then, upkeep phase, we get a resource. <gasps> draw Amnesia right now. It's a leather coat. We're safe. Okay. There, there was no enemy face because, well, there, whatever. There's no enemies. Upkeep. Uh, and then we add a Doom to the agenda. One of eight Doom. We draw an encounter card. It's a Lodge Neophyte. It spawns at an empty location. Let's put it at the Victorian Halls. And I suppose I should read it. Lodge Neophyte's uh, 312 enemy. Cultist, humanoid, silver twilight. Spawns at an empty location. It's got a loof. Force after Lodge Neophyte enters play, place one Doom on it. And it's got an action parley, test two willpower. If you succeed, remove all Doom from Lodge Neophyte. So put it there. We'll add the Doom. That's two. Okay, two Doom. Well, let's play the other the other Hawkeye. And then I think we're going to move to the, to the Victorian Halls. Even the hallways of this manor are luxurious, decorated with thick rugs, Bizarre artwork and uncanny statues shaped from scrap metal. Rays of sunlight shine through the curtains as the sun sets over Arkham outside. It's a four-shroud location with no clues. You go looking for trouble. Whoop. Discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a silver twilight enemy is discarded. Spawn that enemy in the Victorian halls, then gain two clues from the token pool. Group limit once per game. So if we do that, we're, we are definitely looking at a doom, right? Because Lodge Neophytes get a doom when they're spawned and there is a i think it's a keeper of secrets or something there's there's another more annoying one that gets a doom every turn so we have one of the lodge neophytes down already it's increased probability now that we see that other bad one so i think that we'll maybe wait and not start any trouble so that was first action playing the second hawkeye second action to move and then I think third action will go into the trophy room. Just get over there to those clues. Or we could hang around here and try and pull this doom off of this neophyte. Well, um, I have to kind of dirtle here. What am I going to do? Draw cards. Nothing in hand that I'm like super worried about holding on to at this point. Let's draw a card. It's a wither. That's good. I'll play that. So enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep phase, we get a resource, we draw a card, it's another wither. Wow, they were back to back in there. Stuck together like glue. Then, Mythos phase, we add a Doom, and we draw our encounter card. It's a Mysteries of the Lodge. Revelation, place one Doom on the nearest cultist enemy, then until the end of the round, increase the difficulty to fight, evade, or parley with that enemy by two. If no Doom is placed by this effect, Mysteries of the Lard, of the Lard, of the Lodge gains Surge. So, we put a Doom on this Lodge Neophyte. But luckily, when we do that test, which is annoyingly difficult right now, it would clear both of them. Hmm. So that's four Doom. All of a sudden, we have a Lucky in hand, though. So it'll be engage, test four on four willpower with the Lucky, and then try and evade, maybe using the calling in favors for the, for the agility pip. Engage, test, and then evade. Yeah, that's two Doom, that's six actions we'd be getting three free actions, right? That's right, that's how that works. Uh, yeah, so I'll engage first action. Second action, we'll test four on four willpower. It's a mythos token, sweet. So we don't even need to use the lucky. All the doom clears off of that neophyte, which we can't kill because of the agenda's 
statement that silver twilight enemies cannot be damaged or defeated. And then we will evade. Yeah, we're going to evade. We are a three on two, and I have a lucky in hand. Wow. I mean, you heard me, right? It's the Mythos token again. This is the high rolliest of high roll scenarios. So that thing gets uh, exhausted. And that was all three of our actions. Then in the upkeep phase, we get a resource. We draw a card. It's take heart. In the Mythos phase, we add a doom to the agenda. And we draw a Whispers in the Dark. Revelation put Whispers in the Dark next to, into play next to the agenda deck. Each location gains haunted, take one horror. Forced at the end of the round, discard it. Okay. That's okay. So uh, this neophyte is ready, but he's aloof. We could go looking for trouble still if we wanted those clues. It's for doom. As we can see, it racks up quickly. I think first action we're going to play this wither because we need something. Now that we have these Hawkeyes, I got to get that thing down. And then I need to go charge him up. I will only get... Oh, no, I'll get the willpower from that first first charge. So if we go clear the billiards room, this is kind of what we really want to do. So I'm going to leave that neophyte. I'm not going to go looking for trouble. I'm going to move into the trophy room. Flanking this door are two deer heads mounted along the wall, set almost as though they are guarding its entrance. Two shroud location, zero clues. It's got an action. You spend some time schmoozing with the, the other guests. Either gain two resources or spend two resources to gain one clue from the token pool. Limit once per round. Mounted animal heads adorn this room's paneled walls, along with other artifacts from Joseph's collection. Dominating the room are several overstuffed armchairs arranged around a low table bearing a crystal decanter of brandy. Okay. That was all very important to read. I'm happy I did. So I could last action, exhaust Duke, go and investigate the billiards room. Or I could... Spend, nope, I could, ooh, I could I could gain two resources from the trophy room. Let me once per round. Yeah, I, I, I guess I will. I'll take one action, I'll gain two resources. That feels good. That is the end of my turn. Enemy phase, Lodge Neophyte does nothing. Upkeep, I get a resource going to four, and I draw an overpower. Nothing to fight yet. Might be useful later. Then we go to the Mythos phase, and we add our fourth Doom onto the agenda and draw Crypt Chill. Test four willpower. If you fail, choose and discard one asset you control or take, a, take two damage. So four willpower. Haven't charged up these Hawkeyes yet, so we are a four. We have a Lucky still, right? Yeah, have a Lucky. Also have a Take Heart and a Leather Coat to discard and a Replacement Leather Coat in hand. So my hand right now is Take Heart, Lucky, Calling in favors, leather coat, wither, and overpower. So my thought is I commit the take heart, and if my leather coat goes away, I'm fine with that because I can just put another one down. So yeah, let's do that. Let's commit the take heart. Four on four test. It's the tentacle. Okay, so auto fail. So we draw two cards and gain two resources. Going to six resources, and the two cards are Stunning Blow and not Amnesia. A Moonstone. Oh, life is good. It's good. Okay, uh, but we have to discard the Leather Coat. Not so sad about that. So we can play the, play the Leather Coat, first action. Second action, investigate, discard the Moonstone and play it. And then third action, investigate again, charge up those Hawkeyes. Yeah, let's do it. So first action is Leather Coat. Second action, exhaust Duke. Go and investigate the billiards room. From outside this room, you can hear the telltale clacking of billiard balls clattering against one another, along with idle chatter and laughter. It's a three shroud location, zero clues. It's got an action. Test three agility to compete with other guests. If you succeed, gain one clue from the token pool. Let me once per round. A ritzy polished billiard table lies at the center of this room, surrounded by cigarette smoke and illuminated by two ornate lamps. Several guests relax around the table, casually playing or chatting with one another. Okay. So we got two clues on here. We're investigating uh, four on four with Duke. Four on three, I'm sorry. Uh, I've got a calling in favors if I wanted to help this. I've got the lucky. I'd love to charge stuff up now. Hmm. I'm going to keep that as insurance. Four on three. No. No, I'm going to commit it. Change my mind. Committing, calling in favors. 
for its icon. So a five on three. To minus two, awesome. Got a clue. That's our first clue? Oh yeah, because I didn't spend any at the last location. Okay, uh, we will discard the Moonstone to ready Duke using Pete's ability and react. Do the reaction on discarding the Moonstone from your hand, play it, paying its cost. So we play the Moonstone paying three. So now we've got a plus one willpower and agility. And if we get this last clue and we're holding the lucky in hand, we'll charge up both Hawkeyes and get plus three willpower. So we'll be at a seven willpower and we have a wither down. So that seems fine, like it. So last action we're going to investigate. We are using Duke, I'll exhaust him again. Four on three, we get a zero. Don't even need to be lucky. React, both Hawkeye folding cameras get a piece of evidence from the token pool resource. Nice, so we are a seven will power Pete with a wither. Okay, that's the end of my turn. It was very exciting. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep phase, we get a resource going to four and we draw a stray cat. Could be very useful, actually, uh, with the, the bad dude coming out in a little bit. And then mythos phase, we go to five doom and we draw a lodge neophyte, okay. So we're gonna spawn him in the trophy room. He gets another doom. So that is seven, five, six, six doom. And I can do my agility test here now that I have my, my moonstone down, I'm a four. I could do four on three tests. We could play the straight cat. That seems fine, so let's, let's do that. Let's play the straight cat for one. Got a bunch of combat icons on my hand. Stunning blow, overpower. Yeah, sure, let's do the billiards room test. Four on three. It is a tablet. Tablets are minus two. If you fail, oh, resolve the haunted ability. So I could be lucky and get this clue. Still haven't seen amnesia. So like just generally like saving things seems bad. So I, I, I will. Spend that, get the clue. Going to three clues. Put the tablet back in the thing. So that was second action. Third action, I guess I'll just, um, just limit once we're on. I'll draw a card. Oh, nice, it's a moonstone. So my turn ends, enemy phase, nothing happens. Duke readies in the upkeep. I draw a stunning blow and get the second or get a, a third resource. The other thing about Moonstone, which is cool, is that with Amnesia in the deck, if I get two of them on my hand, I don't need to worry about it. If I like draw one on my turn and then I draw another and somehow draw another card and get the Amnesia, as I discard them, I can play them, which is nice. That's nice, I like that. All right, so I'm gonna be all set here. I'm gonna have the Moonstone. All The only thing I could use is uh, the Shriveling for like some some big hits after this. So we add a doom in the mythos phase. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, because of the Lodge Neophyte. And our encounter card is a Crypt Chill again. Aha, test for willpower, you say. Well, I'm a seven. So let's just take that test as we stand. It's a plus one. <laughs> so I'd like to get this other Moonstone down. What can we do with Duke to discard this Moonstone? I could go and investigate just for no reason somewhere. I've got three resources which I need to save. So that, so that, sure, let's just do like a pointless investigate with Duke here, because I don't think anything really bad can happen. Tablet, okay, I fail. That's fine, and there's no haunted ability to trigger. And then second action, I'll ready Duke using Moonstone to discard. And when I discard, I'll play it for three. So I've got both Moonstones, both Hawkeyes, and a Wither, and a Leather Coat, and a Straight Cat. I'm all set. That was 
first action and then I ready Duke. So I still have two actions left here. Now I can do this agility test again, right? Cause it's the billiards room says live it once per round. And now I have an agility of five. So second action, I'll do that test five on three to skull skulls are minus one right now. Cause it's not, we're not hunted. So I get another clue four clues. And then I have one more action here. I guess I'll draw a card. It's a perseverance. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Uh, mythos, I no upkeep. I get a resource going to one and I draw a shriveling. Okay. <laughs> this is the ultimate setup. So if I can't do well in the second half of this scenario, then this deck is bad. I mean, it's, it's kind of combo. It needs all the pieces or it needs some of the pieces anyway, but this is the ideal scenario. Having both moonstones, both Hawkeyes and a wither and a shriveling. That's, that's what I want. So let's see, that was upkeep. And then I think we advance, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. We place a doom to advance. We didn't see any enemies at all that would cause the, you know, doom to get advanced or doom to get added rather. We advance Agenda 1A to Agenda 1B, pulled into the shadows. You have uncovered some of the evidence pertaining to the disappearances, but the truth has yet to be unveiled. If the investigators do not possess three clues per investigator as a group, they lose all of their clues. If they possess at least three, they must spend three. So we spend three and we keep one. And spawn the set-aside Joseph Meiger at the location other than the entry hall that is farthest from all investigators, which is the balcony. Joseph Meiger says Lodge host. He's a 333 humanoid cultist silver twilight elite retaliate. And he has the action, if no other silver twilight enemy has doom on it, parley, test for intellect to convince Joseph that this is not your doing. If you fail, Joseph Meiger attacks you. If you succeed, flip this card over and resolve its text. Do not rouse the beast you do not comprehend. Victory two, and he's got a, he does a damage and a horror. So I've never looked at the back of him. So I'm interested to try and do that. Although I'll be testing at a four on four, so that's not, not easy. Open the campaign guide and proceed to interlude one, a record of those lost. Once this interlude has been resolved, remove all clues from each location in play and advance to Act 1B. So let's get our campaign guide out. So because Valentina Rivas' profile is not crossed off and there are no clues on the billiards room, we read the following. Tracing Valentino's steps isn't difficult. As the guest of honor and life of the party, from what you hear, there was always a crowd around him. This makes the story that he vanished when they weren't looking, all the more unbelievable. In the billiards room, where Valentino was last seen, you corner Adam Gensler, the man he was playing billiards with just before his disappearance. Look, I already told the cops and the reporters what I saw, he explains, fidgeting and tapping his toes repeatedly. Tino and I were playing billiards. I looked away, the next thing I know he's gone, he insists angrily, returning to his billiards game. Now where is that damn one ball? he mutters. It might be nothing, but it looks like Valentina wasn't the only thing to go missing that night. Under missing persons next to Valentina Rivas' profile, record the investigators are on Valentino's trail. So we advance Act 1B. So we advance to Act 1B. Death approaches. Before you can investigate further, the building is suddenly plunged into an icy darkness. All of the lights flicker once and are snuffed out. A thick, otherworldly mist begins to seep into the corridors, causing everything it touches to decay. Move each investigator and each enemy currently in the entry hall to the Victorian halls. For each location in play, find the set-aside spectral version of the location. So we swap them all out. All tokens and cards at the former location are now considered to be at that new location. If there is an investigator at that location, reveal it. And in play order, each investigator spawns one of the set-aside monster enemies at his or lo her location until each of the set-aside monster enemies has been spawned. Spawn the set-aside spectral watcher enemy in the entry hall. Shuffle the remainder of the 
set aside watcher encounter set and the set aside realm of death encounter set into the encounter pile in, into the encounter deck along with the encounter discard pile so a lot of stuff going on there so we'll swap out the locations okay we swapped out all the locations then we go into agenda 2a over the threshold does this have something to do with the four missing persons and if so what does that mean for your survival each silver twilight enemy gains victory zero and counts as an investigator for the purposes of determining where hunter enemies move during the enemy phase forced after the hunter enemies move step of the enemy phase each ready spectral enemy deals its damage value to each humanoid enemy at its location and it's got an 11 doom threshold Whew. Um, act 2a the spectral realm says in the blink of an eye act 2a the spectral realm in the blink of an eye everything has changed a sudden oppressive silence fills the halls of joseph Miger's manor gone is the din of idle chatter from the banquet hall the clinking of glasses the laughter of oblivious guests save for only you and several others all of the people in the house have vanished without a trace all that is left is the dark mist and the being that inhabits it and it's four clues for investigator to advance so we've ended up in the spectral version of the billiards room which is a three shroud location still one clue per investigator now and it has the haunted effect you must either discard an asset you control or take one damage um, and it says the guests the guest room's warmth and laughter have been replaced with a sense of quiet dread tendrils of black mist slither from underneath the collapsed billiard table twisting and swaying along the floor in a formless dance and it has a victory point so it's a three shroud location and i am very tempted to try and clear this and maybe employ lucky if i ha if i have to oh i used the lucky Ooh, to get that last clue to get the charge on the hawkeye but if i have to discard an asset i'm looking at the stray cat of the leather coat the spectral watcher that we spawned by the way is a oh it says you are its prey it's got it's a three five three ancient one spectral elite alert hunter forced when the spectral watcher is defeated instead of discarding it heal all damage from it Disengage it from all investigators and exhaust it. It does not ready during the upkeep phase of this round. There is no escaping fate, and it does one damage and one horror. So, oh man, taking taking this test seems tough. So let's. I I think I'll use Duke and try and investigate in the trophy room for now. Yeah, let's do that. So I'll Duke. Move into the trophy room. Flanking this door are two rotting deer heads mounted on the wall. They stare at you with hollow dead eyes. So it's a two shroud location with one clue on it. So we'll add the clue. It's haunted. Effect is lose two resources. For each resource you cannot lose from this effect, take one horror. Rotting animal heads adorn this room's wooded panel walls. Once a display of power and sovereignty, now macabre displays of death and decay. You cannot help but feel their empty eyes drill through you as you explore the room. Sweet. So we're investigating four on two now. It's a minus two. We get the clue. We react with both Hawkeyes and charge them up. Now we're investigating at a six. And it is limit once per game at each location, once per, per game. But the billiards room now has actually become a new location. So I, I could do it again. Um, so that was first action. I think second action, we're going to discard our wither to ready Duke. And I think that we'll exhaust him again and move back to the billiards room to investigate six on three now for that victory point. It's a mythos token. We ready Duke. We get the clue. We put another couple charges on the Hawkeyes, and now we have plus two sanity. So we have seven sanity. 
Okay, that was a pretty successful round. So we have three of our four clues on the first turn to advancing this, uh, this act. So in the enemy phase, the Spectral Watcher hunts to the Victorian Halls. The Lodge Neophytes... Oh, huh. this first Lodge Neophyte gets killed. And that adds him to the victory display. He's got... Because the Agenda 2A has given him victory zero. And yeah, and he counts as an investigator. So there's another Lodge Neophyte is right in front of us. Between us and the Watcher now. I'm in the billiards room, they're in the trophy room, and then the Victorian Halls is where the, the Spectral Watcher is. So that's the enemy phase. In the upkeep phase, we get a resource, we draw a card. This has to be a weakness. It's a resourceful. So what are our, let's look at our discard here. Got a lucky leather coat and a take heart that I could choose as targets for that. I feel like luckies are never bad. Okay, so we'll go on to the mythos phase. We add a doom, one of 11. We draw an encounter card, and it is a realm of torment. Terror spectral. Put it into play in your threat area. Force when your turn begins. Resolve each haunted ability on your location. <gasps> that is discarding assets. Forced uh, when your turn ends. Test three willpower. If you succeed, discard it. Okay, so my turn begins. I have to discard my leather coat, I guess. Does that make sense? Or the straight cat? Yeah, leather coat. All right, so I need another clue. We got to get through that spectral watcher. I could resourceful to get the leather coat back, play it, and then move into the trophy room, but then the Spectral Watcher is going to come kill us. I could move, move, and then discard the stray cat. Okay, so I just took a little pause to do a quick rules check because I was wondering if I could move into the trophy room, and then if I use Duke to move and investigate in the Victorian halls where the Spectral Watcher is, would I take the attack of opportunity afterwards or not. And Duffery, in rules discussion on the Mythos Busters Discord, informs me that the enemy does not get the attack of opportunity. Um, the enemy was not engaged with you when you initiated the action. Wow, that is very strong. I didn't realize that that's how that worked. So I think that's definitely what we do. I'm trying to get that fourth clue. So I will move once into the trophy room again and then i will exhaust duke to move into the victorian halls the warm rays that once illuminated these halls have faded into beams of cold gray moonlight that shine through floating motes of dust and wisps of dark mist <sighs> so it's a four shroud location and it's got zero clues on it and it says haunted lose one action hmm well that's a, that's not as good i can still straight cat though um so i'm testing uh, four, five, six on four, though. And I draw minus one, so I was successful. Um, unfortunately, we just exhausted Duke for nothing. Oh, I have my shriveling, too, huh? Uh, yeah, so then the Spectral Watcher engages me. And here is where I could stray cat and move up to maybe the office. Joseph Miger's over there on the balcony. Uh, I think... Maybe I go to the office and let, because the, the Silver Twilight enemies, I think, want to leave the building after this. And if I'm up in the office and the thing follows me, for a little while anyway, the uh, the Silver Twilight people can get out. If I can sit here and kind of tank the, the Spectral Watcher for a bit. So yeah, let's, can I discard anything useful here or not, not terribly useful? Stunning Blows are going to be probably pretty useful. Resourceful. I'm going to ditch the resourceful. Hmm. Such a nice, lots of good pips on that card. To ready Duke and then investigate. Oh, so first I guess I'll use the Stray Cat to auto. Oh, non-elite. It's elite. It's elite. Stray Cat doesn't work. Oh, everything's bad all of a sudden. All right, so now I got to evade this thing. It's a three. It's got alert though. I am a what, five? Yeah, five because of the two Moonstones. Or I could fast discard 
to ready Duke and then attack Duke with a stunning blow. Attack with Duke with a stunning blow. Hmm. Yeah. So let's. I'm gonna put a resourceful in the in the discard pile to ready Duke, and then I'm gonna exhaust him to attack. This thing is a three. Yeah. So we're gonna attack four. Uh, commit a stunning blow to five, and we'll also do an overpower six seven on three. Minus one, we do plus one damage. So that's two damage on the Spectral Watcher, and we exhaust it, and we draw a card because of overpowered. We draw into an Ace of Rods. Yeah, Ace of Rods. <laughs> um, yep, so that's our turn. Then in the enemy phase, the Spectral Watcher readies, engages us. Both of the Lodge, Neophyte, and the and Joseph Miger don't do anything. Then upkeep, we get a resource and we draw the 13th vision. There we go. There's some weakness stuff happening. So now we lose on ties. That probably doesn't matter as much, maybe. I don't know. In Mythos, we put a second of 11 doom on the agenda and we draw trapped spirits. Terror, spectral, revelation, test three, willpower, test three, agility. For each point you fail by, take one damage. If your location is haunted, as an additional cost to for an investigator to commit one or more cards to the skill test, he or she must resolve each haunted ability on this location. So we're testing a five on three. For each point we fail by, we take a damage. I think we just take the test. Or we have to, anyway. It's a plus one. Okay, doing well with that. Good draws, good draws. 13th vision. I need to remember 13th vision. Oh, we also forgot at the end of our turn to test three willpower for the realm of torment. So we're a seven on three. We get a minus two. Realm of torment is also gone. Okay. Oh, by the way, I, I can play both moonstones because I have relic hunter. I don't know if I, if someone was yelling at me saying that that's not allowed. You can't do that. I think I might have mentioned that earlier. So we've got the Spectral Watcher. We need another clue. He's got two of two damage of five health on him. I can Duke attack and do another stunning blow. And I will be attacking at a four, five on three. That seems okay. That would be a good way to deal with him this turn. So let's exhaust Duke. They want to investigate. Hmm. Stray cats, why don't you work on everybody? I could wither first. Let's do a wither first. Hope to draw a bad uh, bad stuff token. So we're seven on three with the wither. We draw mythos. Uh, mythos is not a bad stuff token. So we just do a damage. Three. Let's do it again. It's an auto fail. Doesn't have retaliate though. Oh, but I, uh, does that count as a bad stuff? No, it does not. Not for this card. Hmm. Well, I could attack and do the stunning blow. So let's do that. Commit stunning blow. Oh, this is a waste. If I, if I am successful, I will exhaust it and exhaust it because of the effect on it. Do I try and evade? instead it's got alert and i lose in ties evading is harder i'm i'm really a four testing on three yeah i i guess let's do the stunning blow attack so the spectral watcher actually the spectral watcher is just going to do one and one damage right and i've got duke and i've got plus two sanity because of my hawkeye folding cameras so I think I can, and I, and I, no, my leather coat is gone. I think both of my leather coats are gone. I'll use the stunning blow and exhaust Duke, testing five on three. It's a zero. So I defeat the Spectral Watcher, but not really. It is exhausted and goes into the Victorian Halls and will not ready this phase. Yeah this upkeep phase. So that's my turn. In the enemy phase, nothing happens. In the upkeep phase, it doesn't ready. I get a resource and a card. 
I draw the tower. I probably want to get that out of my hand, huh? I've got four resources, so I guess it could be worse. I really want the shriveling down, though, so I can just blast this guy whenever I need to, or at least for a bit here. But I have a bit of time. Then in the Mythos phase, we put the third Doom on the agenda and draw a Fate of All Fools, which goes into our threat area and just kind of sits there until the next one comes out. So we've got the Fate of All Fools and the 13 Fission to deal with, and, and the Tower. Okay, so we play the tower for four because I'm going to have to commit pips, I think, at some point. Um, then we're going to exhaust Duke to investigate at the office. The lone door atop the second floor staircase has rotted and decayed as though hundreds of years have passed. The once polished oak is now stained and warped. It could collapse at any moment. So the office is a four-shroud location, two clues per investigator, victory two location, haunted, choose and discard a card from your hand. So we've got two clues on there. Victory two, that would be nice. So we are testing four with Duke plus two from the Hawkeyes is six on four here. We draw minus one. So we get one of the clues, that's four. We can choose to advance. I think we won't choose to advance just yet. So our actions that turn were the tower, the duke, uh, investigate. So we actually have one more. Um, I'd like to get the shriveling down, probably get the shriveling down. So I'll get a resource as a, our last action. And then in the Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep, the Spectral Watcher does ready. We gain a second resource and draw a card. It's a Perseverance. We have two Perseverance in hand, a Shriveling, and an Ace of Rods. Then we add the fourth Doom to the agenda, and we draw Watcher's Grasp. Mmm. Yep, so Watcher's Grasp says, Revelation healed three damage from the Spectral Watcher. Ready the Spectral Watcher. It moves, engages, and attacks as if it were the enemy phase throughout the resolution of this effect the spectral watcher gains prey you so it's coming after us it stands up it's already stood moves to the office engages and attacks and it does one damage and one horror we're going to put uh, both of those on duke and that's the encounter card okay so now we're on to investigation phase so there goes the plan for getting that shriveling down in time, huh? So I think first let's advance the act because we have the four clues. Let's see what other bad stuff is going to happen. Act 2B, a way out. You find the corpse of one of the others trapped here, a member of the Silver Twilight Lodge, you surmise, although his outfit of blue and silver robes suggest something more esoteric. Gripped tightly in his withered hands is a small tome bearing the insignia of the lodge. Browsing through its pages, you are surprised to find all manner of information regarding the mist and the creatures you have encountered, including a spell to release the bonds of death and escape the mist. How long has this man been here studying this realm? Regardless, at least you have a way out now. The mist, blocking your escape, recedes. Reveal the entry hall. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. So we reveal the entry hall. It is a three-shot location. It has the action resign. You tear through the front doors of the manor, escaping the spectral realm and leaving the remainder of the survivors to their fate. The dark mist begins to recede, and the entry hall to Joseph's manor is slowly restored to its original state as the mist dissipates. Okay. Act 3A, escape the cage. Now that the mist has receded, you might be able to escape with your lives. But what about Joseph Meiger and the other lodge members left behind? Should you stay to make sure they escape or flee while you have the chance? Forced, at the end of the round, each Silver Twilight enemy at the entry hall escapes. Place them beneath the entry hall out of play. Move each ready Silver Twilight enemy with the aloof keyword once towards the entry hall. Objective, if each undefeated investigator has resigned, advance. So, the Lodge Neophyte has aloof. Joseph Meiger does not. He's a victory too. 
And his test is a four on R4 for intellect. I could use the Ace of Rods to try and get that test done. Um, that seems like a lot to ask. I think maybe we... Well, okay, so first of all, I've got to deal with the Spectral Watcher. Right. So evading the Spectral Watcher is annoying. Well, five on three. I could probably do it. Let's try that. Let's try and evade. Five on three. Minus one. Lucky because I still have the 13 vision, which I forgot about. So the Spectral Watcher is evaded. Then second action, we're going to exhaust Duke and investigate six on four here to try and get this last clue and those two victory points. It's the auto fail. And the Haunted is I discard a card, choose and discard a card from your hand. So I will choose to discard one Perseverance. And then I will discard the Ace of Rods to ready Duke and try it again. It's a minus four, come on. Okay, I discard the other Perseverance. That's painful. I still have a Shriveling, I guess. Should I just hold the Perseverance and tank this guy? Yeah, sure, I'm gonna get rid of the Shriveling. Man, that was painful, that did not work. Okay, so that's the end of my turn. Uh, in the enemy phase, nothing happens. In the upkeep phase, the Spectral Watcher engages us. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. So I get a resource, I draw a card, it's a lucky. And then that's the end of the round, so the Lodge Neophyte moves to the Victorian Halls on its way out. Then we add a Doom. That is our fifth Doom. We draw an encounter card, Mysterious Mysteries of the Lodge. Revelation place one Doom on the nearest cultist enemy. Then until the end of the round, increase the difficulty to fight Evader Parley with them by two. So we place the Doom on the nearest enemy. The cultist is a Lodge Neophyte there, who's trying to leave. So I think when he leaves, that Doom goes away. You place him beneath the entry, yeah, out of play. So you take that Doom out of play. So that was our encounter card. So I've got a 13th Vision, a Fate of All Fools. The tower's down. I'm engaged with the Spectral Watcher. I've got a Perseverance and a Lucky in hand, and I've got one clue on this office that I really want to get. Hmm while I distract the, the Spectral Watcher. So I think we'll try and evade first again. Five on three, we will not get lucky. Hey, it's a Mythos. So he's evaded again. I could spend the whole rest of the turn getting rid of the 13th vision. That's, that's mm, it's, it's an annoying one. I'm gonna exhaust Duke and investigate six on four again. It's a minus three, I'm gonna spend the lucky. And one resource to get the last clue. Now I've got three victory points, that seems better. So now I've got one more action here. I think I probably move out of the halls. We'll move to move out of the office into the Victorian halls. That's the end of my turn. In the enemy phase, nothing happens. In the upkeep phase, the Spectral Watcher readies. I get a resource going to three resources, draw my Second card, well, draw, drawing, take heart, going to two cards in hand. So I've got a Perseverance and a take heart. This would be a good time to use the 13th vision. I could go over and just kind of attempt to do the parley with Joseph Miger, get him out of here. I've got a little bit of time, I think. So, yeah, one, two, yeah, that might be worth trying to do but then he'll need one, two, three turns to get out. And I'm at five, five, well, six doom, but I'll be going back down to five in a minute. So in the mythos phase, we add uh, our sixth, seventh doom. We draw a nether mist. It's a three, four, three monster spectral. Prey investigator at the location with the most clues, aloof hunter. Nethermist location gains haunted. Nethermist attacks you. And it's a victory one. We beseech the dead, but do we really wish to see them? So spawns here, aloof. Aloof hunter. So it'll attack me for one and one. I could engage. Oh, it's hard to kill, especially since I've gotten rid of my shriveling. I'd engage, attack, attack, and then it would attack me back just for a victory point. It's. Oh, I could fast evade it with the stray cat. That would give me something to use the stray cat for. Eh, that's not terrible. 
I think I, okay, so I missed the trigger that the Lodge Neophyte moves down to the entry hall. He doesn't unfortunately escape though because he wasn't there at the beginning of the round or at the end of the round. Because first you check, is he there at the end of the round? And then if not, you move all the remaining, well, first everyone who's there leaves and then you move all of the remaining Silver Twilight enemies down. Thanks to Kadensha in the Discord for help on that roll check. So I still have this Nethermyth. So I think I, so if I get rid of the 13th vision and then move towards the master bedroom, that's probably the best that I'll do here. So the Silver Twilight Lodge that's in the entry hall who has one life is a target for a hunter, even from this nether mist, although it's aloof. However, there, there's an enforced effect after the hunter enemy's phase, step up the enemy phase, each ready spectral enemy deals its damage value to each humanoid enemy at its location, regardless of if it's aloof, right? So the nether mist would, if I, if I move two locations away right now, the nether mist will move down to the lodge neophyte and kill it before it can leave. So I think my two actions will be to get rid of the 13th vision. Third action, I will exhaust Duke and move into the master bedroom to investigate. It's a three shroud location, one clue per investigator haunted, place one of your clues on master bedroom. Tendrils of black mist have invaded every corner of this room from the open balcony doorway, causing the furniture to decay and collapse. Every piece of wood and glass is shattered and warped. Nothing is untouched. So victory one. So I'm testing a six on three. So minus one, I get the clue. Clear the location. That wasn't too bad. Then in the enemy phase, the nether mist hunts me. Hunts to me. It's still aloof though. The spectral watcher hunts down to the Victorian halls. Then the lodge neophyte is, no, it doesn't do anything. In the upkeep phase, I draw a glimmer of hope and a resource, take me to four resources. Hand, check, I have perseverance, take heart, and a glimmer of hope. Then at the end of the round, the Lodge Neophyte escapes. So that doom comes off of him. He leaves play and he goes underneath the entry hall having escaped. So at this point, I could try and leave and leave Mr. Miger here to fend for himself. I'm thinking about the, the chances of my uh, of my succeeding the parley test with Joseph. Because he's a four intellect. And despite the fact that I'm investigating in a six because of Duke, my Hawkeyes just bring me up to four base intellect. I could use a glimmer of hope to take me to five, but that seems like pretty slim odds, all for the sake of saving Joseph over here. So I think that I probably sprint out of here after this is done. So first, let's add a doom to the agenda, taking me to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven doom. We draw a crypt chill. It's a seven on four test. It's a minus two, I'm fine. So yeah, I think I probably just go Victorian halls, entry hall, resign, and let the spectral watcher just ping me for damage on the way. That seems fine to me. I don't think so. Let's see. If I have seven doom on here, Joseph, I need to, if I move in, am, so move in, he doesn't have a loop, so he'd engage. I would attempt it once. He has two victory points. Um, if I move in, attempt to parley, I'll get one shot at one up. If I'm successful, then the, the nether myths is going to come in and hit him for a damage. Um, Spectral Watcher moves, and then I need to like somehow deal with the Nether Mist. It's just really unlikely. And then that'll take me to eight. There'll be three, exactly three rounds left. He'll he'll move once, twice, three times. He actually can't get there. He can't get out. We, there's not enough time unless I take Doom off of the agenda somehow. So yeah, I will. I'll just go um, one to Victorian Halls. The Spectral Watcher engages me. Two to the entrance entry hall. Spectral Watcher does an attack of opportunity. I take one-on-one -on -one damage, but I'm, I have no damage on me at this point or horror. So that's it. Uh, I third action resign. We have objective if each 
Undefeated investigator has resigned in advance. Act 3B. Alive for now. Coming to this place was a terrible mistake. You had hoped to uncover evidence pertaining to the disappearances at the estate, not become victims yourselves. As you tear through the entry hall and slam through the manor's heavy front doors, you vow to put as much distance between you and the Mygar estate as you possibly can. Unfortunately, your plan is quickly derailed. R1. Resolution 1. As soon as you emerge onto the patio, you are surrounded by grim men in trench coats. Several of them reach into their coat pockets, a warning not to do anything too hasty. Before any threats can be fulfilled, the silence is broken by an icy voice. Now, gentlemen, there's no need for that. The men withdraw to reveal an elderly man you recognize as Carl Sanford, the president of the Silver Twilight Lodge. Despite the dangerous situation, his expression is almost too casual. The complete lack of fear in his posture and his actions suggest a confidence backed by substantial power. His bodyguards take several steps back, allowing you to speak with Mr. Stanford in private. In your campaign log, record that the investigators escape the spectral realm. Each investigator earns experience equal to the victory X value of each card in the victory display, which is one, two, three, four, four. That seems pretty good. I regret that we must meet under such unfortunate circumstances, Mr. Sanford says offhandedly. You narrow your eyes. You suspect fortune had nothing to do with it. You ask him what will happen to those still trapped inside. Human progress requires sacrifice, you recite stoically. It is lamentable when that sacrifice is in blood, but the price in lamentation does not outweigh the yield of our labor. You didn't come here to listen to Mr. Sanford proselytize about sacrifice. You came here for answers. You demand an explanation, but the elderly man cuts you off with a scowl. Yes, yes, you speak of the incident last week. That was the creature's first manifestation, and the arrival of the dark mist which you encountered inside. He glances at the front door of the manor and clears his throat. <clears throat> the lodge was not involved in the disappearances that occurred that night, he explains after a short pause. But we couldn't exactly go to the police and tell them a creature made of mist kidnapped four people in Mr. Miger's household, could we? So we had to take matters into our own hands. We suspected that creature was drawn to the crowd, so we recreated the incident in order to understand what happened, to discern its motives. The decision to host another event at Mr. Miger's estate so soon after the disappearances makes sense to you now. As much as you hate to admit it, there is some logic to the plan the Lodge put into action, although you don't particularly like being used as bait. But who knows how many innocent bystanders were put in mortal danger. Even if the goal was noble, was it worth the sacrifice? I hope you understand that our organization only seeks the betterment of humankind. There are harsh truths that lie behind our five senses, Mr. Sanford says, his expression grim. If we are to survive and prosper, we must adapt. We must learn. We must understand. That is what our order seeks to achieve, a greater understanding of the world around us, a worthy pursuit, don't you agree? Before you can reply, one of Sanford's men emerges from the house behind you. He sheathes a long silver blade as he addresses Mr. Sanford. There's no sign of Joseph inside, sir. The man eyes you suspiciously, keeping his hand on the hilt of the sword. His posture reminds you of that of a knight, stoic and rigidly disciplined. I see, Sanford replies. He closes his eyes and takes a deep breath before continuing. A great loss for our order, but one we anticipated. Gather the lodge's belongings from inside the estate, and I will deal with the consequences. The knight nods and heads back inside. Carl's cold blue eyes turn back towards you. As for you, I would ask you to leave this place at once. You have done enough harm as it is. Before you can protest, he commands the other men nearby to escort you off the premises, and you have little choice but to comply. In your campaign log record, Joseph disappeared into the mist and that the investigators are enemies of the lodge. Well, damn. I thought that if I got one and one out, I thought if I, thought if I let one escape and had one in the display, that equal was fine. But because I was trying to not be an enemy of the lodge. Uh, but I was wrong. I forgot that it had to be more. So I had to stick around see how many further one two three encounter cards four where's the next let me just flip this deck over find out how far down the next silver twilight enemy Ooh, like 10 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 so the third from the bottom was another neophyte and then a keeper of secrets right before the last card so 
not the worst. I, if I had managed to get Joseph out, I suppose it would have been fine. But like I said, I, I don't think that was physically possible. So there we go. Episode three at death's doorstep. It went okay. I got some I got some good victory points and didn't die. The the setup worked, I guess. I was able to pretty much deal with whatever I had to deal with, which was good. I do wonder about maybe one wither, two shrivelings instead of two two wither and one shriveling, but that's just for when I'm looking to do that burst damage. It's not the easiest. So maybe I'll look at some other options for doing burst damage. If you have feedback for me, if I made a rules mistake and you want to point it out, if you have suggestions on how I should spend that next four experience points, let me know. Uh, you can do so by emailing whispersinyourheadpod at gmail.com or getting in contact with me. I'm Whispers in Your Head on the Mythos Discord. And that's all I have for tonight. We'll see you next time, folks. Thanks a lot.